Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And yes, I didn't mean to turn you on. Happy Seis de Mayo, everyone. Uh, well, I don't think there's any such thing. Anyway, before I get started, let me do a little show maintenance and explain how this show works. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, celebrities, and more. This show is very informal by design because my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics can be random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. Tonight, we are discussing what to do when your booty call wants to date. And we'll finally get into the Bruce Jenner discussion. The call-in number to step on your soapbox tonight, 347-202-0215. Now, if you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or my show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find it on 
iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Just search for the Talk to Q radio show. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 472 starts right after this word from my official sponsor, TruthDevour.com. From the Enigma series comes the contemporary romantic trilogy by author Truth Devour. Wanton, the winner of the L.A. Book Festival Romance category, is the first book in the trilogy that will get your heart pumping from the start. This is no ordinary love story. Its depth of range eloquently transitions moods from sexually electrifying to nostalgic to existential. An unforgettable journey which will leave you pleasurably aching for more. If it feels so good loving the wrong person, imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Now is your time. Truth Devour. www.truthdevour.com My thanks to truthdevour.com for being sponsor of the Talk to Q radio show. Check out the book, Wanton, part of a trilogy. You can get it on Amazon. All right. Tonight's topic is brought to you by searchforithere.com. If you're looking for affordable online business listings or cheap banner listings, you are at the right place. Searchforithere.com. Chop-offs, booty calls, late-night tips. Those are just a few phrases for those who are having sex without commitment. Come in, shut up, undress, lay down, get up, get dressed, get out. That's the gist of the relationship. However, it never fails. Someone always gets attached. Someone wants to make more of the relationship than what it is. What do you do when that happens? That's what we'll discuss tonight. And we'll do so by going through all ten booty call commandments. Oh, yes, there are rules to this stuff. Let's get started, and I want to bring on one of my show legends who have dialed in. From the 248 area code, the Motor City of Detroit, we welcome on the author, the show hostess, Crystal Hickerson. Crystal, how are you? Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm still waiting on you to send your theme song recommendations. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'll be thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll go ahead and get started. Three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number on the Talk to Q Radio Show. Just me and you right now. So, all right. Here is booty call commandment number one: Thou shalt get out of, get out of my house before the sun rises. Okay. So, Crystal, why <laughs> yep. is it why is it important for your jump off to be gone before the sun rises? Why is that even a big deal? Well, because um, you don't want them sleeping over. See, when you, you you don't want to get it confused, you know. You just want to have sex, and then you want them to get up and leave, and you have to make sure that they take stuff with them. Whatever they brought in, they have to take with them. And um, because, uh, because if they try maybe, to leave it, then they're trying to double back on you, huh? Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, yeah, I left my watch, uh, so I'd come over and pick it up, you know, that kind of shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, so you have to make sure they take everything they they came with. And, um, but yeah, you don't want the sunlight because that way you're moving into the next day. So that means that they spent the night. 
That means that you actually shared a bed with them. You laid down, you went to sleep. Um, Maybe there was some possible spooning involved, you know, that kind of thing. They, you know, scooted up to you, put their arm around you. See, now we're getting into something that, you know, you don't want to confuse. You don't want it to feel good past (laughs) the sex. Okay, uh-huh. so, and you don't want them to get any illusions of grandeur. <laughs> so you just want it to, you know, wham, bam, whatever, and then goodbye. So you can go, take a shower, whatever you have to do, um, have that sandwich downstairs by yourself, and get go on, you know, get back to your regular life, your reality. Okay, all right. Well, let me go to the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey. Welcome on, Ray. Ray, what's going on? Hey, Q, what's going on, man? Not too much. And, Ray, okay, like I said, there are rules to this booty call thing, and a lot of people don't know the rules, so I'm breaking down the, the Ten Commandments of booty calls tonight. And Booty call commandment number two, thou shalt not ask, can we start seeing each other? Ray, how do you respond to a jump off who wants to pursue a relationship with you? Oh, well, the thing is, with the jump off thing, I mean, I think it's a bad look anytime a female is a jump off. So, you know, that's it's one of those things where I've never the type to look at a chick, if we ain't got shit to talk about, we can't never go nowhere, I don't really want to fuck with you like that. But I understand that guys are, are different. And if a female is going for that, then, you know, what can you say to it? But, you know, I don't know. If a female was a former jump-off, how could she ever be a wife? I mean, that's just, you know, you can't wife no hope. You understand what I'm talking about? So when you don't have no strings attached, what you basically saying as a female is that I don't value myself and I'm not important enough to be somebody's girl. You can't say, oh, I just want to be a sex partner for a guy because that means you have nothing interesting to say, nothing interesting to talk about, Nothing interesting to do And I'm not a fun person to be around Unless I got my clothes off So that's something <laughs> totally different <laughs> Okay Crystal uh, What do you think How do you respond to a jump off Who wants to pursue a relationship with you <laughs> Well um, You know I don't really, You don't really respond to that um, I know it is sometimes, like I was saying, it happens because people, they get confused about what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's mainly the uh, women who get confused, less so than men. But men do, too, you know, as well. So You know, but um, how I will respond is I would just, you know, just reiterate, hopefully, you know, what I've already said, which is I'm not interested in a relationship, um, you know, I just want to kick it right now. <laughs> just have a good time, you know, and all that, and that's it. And, you know, if he feels like, well, you know, that's not really what I want, I want something more or whatever, then, 
then, you know, we have to part ways or something. There's only one time in my life where I was in the in the mode of having casual relationships, mm-hmm. and the guy that um, I was going to add, you know, to my casual relationship string. You're stable. Uh, yeah, stable, exactly. Um, he said, no, I'm not, I don't want that. I don't want to be that person. So, you know, and I ended up marrying him. <laughs> you know, so. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, well, it was about you have to let people know right away what you want. And a lot of times we don't do that. Um, yeah. We just go, okay. And, you know, because you hope that eventually they will change their mind or they'll get to know you and then they'll like you or they'll they think that they they'll love the sex so much that they'll just want to be with you or they'll want to continue having sex with you but it really has nothing to do with them wanting to be in a relationship because if they wanted to be if they could have seen you in a relationship mode then they would mm-hmm. immediately say no I can't do that. That's not what I want from you. From you, I want something more, you know. So, you know, you'd stop that before it even begins, if you have any sense. But a lot of times we don't do that because we just want to be with them no matter what until they finally, it dawns on them one day. They wake up and they go, you know what, I want to be with her forever. (laughs) The dream, the fantasy. Uh, Okay. Well, I, I, I totally get that, and I think that people do get it confused, and someone always wants more, and that's why you have to be careful and follow these commandments. Like commandment number three, thou shalt refrain from using the term making love. Ray, why is that important? I mean, it's just a term, but do you really want to use the phrase making love when you talk about a jump off? I mean, um... To me, I think you use whatever phrase you deem appropriate to use. You know, if you want to call it making love, you can call it making love. If you want to call it having sex, you can call it having sex. But um, you don't think that's sending the wrong message? Uh, well, like I say, with this, with this whole jump off thing, it, it's just. It's just a, a funny terminology, man. I mean, I get it because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm out here in the world just like everybody else. But at the same time, you know, with all these diseases and pregnancies and all this and that, is that really what you want to be doing? So I think that you can call it or make it whatever you want. I'm going to tell you, take this back a couple, well, several years. I mean, you will have a female, that's what they will say. Okay, they just want to do this. They don't want to sell down with nobody. They don't want to do, you know, the boyfriend, girlfriend thing. Every woman in her right mind wants to be with somebody. You know, they saying that because they don't want to get hurt or they don't want to feel like they're letting their feelings out and you're not letting yours out. So, I mean... If you want to call it making love and you would consider the person that you having sex with a friend of yours, then why not? I mean, I don't understand, okay, particularly for a female, you and the guy don't have nothing in common. You don't eat, you don't watch movies, you don't do anything. He just comes over and have sex. That's the biggest whore of any kind. 
I mean, that's worse than a prostitute, in my opinion. Okay. And, Crystal, I mean, in your opinion, how important is terminology when it comes to jump-offs? Can you say love-making or use the term dates? Uh, you never use the L word at all. You know, you never say, I love you, I love to be with you, um, I'm loving this fish. <laughs> you just don't use the wow. L word on any level. If you like your meal, you say, this is some really, 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 really good fish. But uh, you just don't, you don't even use it, you know, because wow. you, well, you don't want her to go, or him, to go, wow, he really loves the way I do this. And he loves, you know, whatever, you know, because all she's hearing or he's hearing is love, the word love. So you, you just want to bypass using that word on any level when it comes to someone you're not in love with. You know, basically, and um, because yeah, you don't want to confuse it, you know, at all. And that's really what this is all about: is cause confusing terminology, uh-huh. um, you know, and everything like that. So you know, you just and you always want to, like I said, you always want to reiterate what what the situation is. You know, this is just, you know, chilling. We just chilling, <laughs> you know. I mean, Whatever. so. Just, Hanging out. So, so what what about like when it you. comes to um at like Booty Call Commandment four says, Thou shalt not request advanced plans. In other words, you don't necessarily like set up a date. I mean, should booty calls always be spontaneous or, or can you plan it like a date? No, you don't wanna no, you don't wanna get into that realm either. You don't wanna plan anything. Um the planning would be like, you know, you call them at whatever time, you know, it doesn't have to be the midnight call or whatever. I mean, you can call whatever time and say, hey, what you doing? <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm just sitting there. I well, um, I'm outside. <laughs> oh, okay. Come on in. <laughs> you know, you I've do that, that kind before. of a drive. Yeah, you do that kind of a drive by, you know, you you have those conversations, and then he's like, okay, well, come on in. And say, okay, we'll open the door. You know, because I've been outside this whole time, you know, just sitting, you know, in my car talking to you to make sure that it's okay to come in. And, <laughs> that is hilarious. Hey, Q, let me ask you a question. All right. If, if you meet a girl and you really like her, but you find out it all, she was just a jump off of somebody. What would you think about her? Um, like she was would currently she ever, a jump would off? Ever, would she ever be your girl? No, no. I'm no. saying if you, you guys sit down, start talking, she start telling you her life story. You know, most she's got a sad story to tell, but she starts uh-huh. telling you about her life story. And she say, well, I haven't had a boyfriend for some time now. But me and this guy, we would just fool around. When you say fool around, what you mean by fool around? Y'all was, you know, you had sex or you wasn't uh, exclusive. What does that mean? No, you know, he just come over whenever I needed it. He'd go and I don't want nothing from him. He don't want nothing from me. If a chick tell you that, what would you think about it? If we're talking just one dude, I don't I can't say I'd hold it against her. So I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge anyone for doing something that I've done. Um, I mean, yeah, I've but had. You ain't doing no teenager no more. You ain't twenty something no more. We talking about now. 
well, I mean, I'm not saying I would necessarily turn down or jump out now if I was single and didn't have nothing to do, but I mean, I understand what you're saying. It, it does. Now, personally, I don't like to know people's sexual history kind of like that in detail, but um, I mean, for the average guy, it would change their mindset, but I don't, I don't still don't think I, it's anything that I would necessarily hold against her though, because like I said, I've done it before. So hey, man, I mean, you mean the dude come over and he, he didn't take you out to EDA doing nothing? Now I know what you're doing with me. You was doing him like that too. What's up with that? Why in the world would she tell him that? Yeah, I don't know why. In mean, what I context would, more... would they be having this but, conversation? That's what I want to know. The thing, well, the thing is, sexual history is important. And the chick that won't tell you nothing about the sexual history, that's a chick you don't need because she's a liar. I don't know. I think, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't think they're, if you had to survey women and they were very honest, I think there would be a lot of, there are a lot of women who have had jump offs before they just wouldn't share it um and when it comes to someone's sexual history now she told me that you know she's had jump offs all her life and they had a real boyfriend in 12 years or something like that that's completely different because now we're talking about commitment issues and judgment and things of that nature but i mean if someone says they had a jump off at some point in their life i don't think it makes them a hoe any any more than it makes me a hoe because I've had a jump off. Yeah, I'm not talking about somebody who didn't eventually become your girl. Like, oh, we met, we hung out a couple of times, and we chicken and everything going pretty cool, and we messing around. That's one thing. But we, you know, you can't even do anything outside of having sex. To me, that just makes a female look dirty. Now, I'm not saying, okay, well, she's not really my girl, but, you know, she cool, she good friend. You know, you call on the phone, you talk. We don't have the official title, but we have the sex. Okay, that's one thing. But the female wants nothing but sex. You come and you go. You don't ask no questions. She don't ask no questions. To me, that's foul. You know, that's just how I see it. I mean, I, I, guess, I, I think that I, there's some there's some guys who have their opinions changed based on things they hear. Um, and they're just, I just think there's, with every woman, there's something she can say that'll make a guy kind of cringe. I mean, because guys are visual. We don't want to visualize our women with other people. Um but by the same token, I I don't know. I don't really think it's that big of a deal, to be honest with you. If it's if it's something, if it's habitual, then it may be a problem to me. But if it's just something that she did because she was lonely or just wanted sex, then I mean, a woman can crave sex like a man can, I guess. <laughs> okay, if you say so, bro. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what's wrong with a, a woman who wants to have sex? I don't, I don't understand. There's nothing wrong with it, but what I'm saying is, it, it's just like if you take a guy, it's not real different, but at the same time, you think about if a girl is just 
giving all sex to a dude that's not a boyfriend, and you know the dude probably hitting two or three other chicks at the same time he hitting her, yo, that's a dirty situation right there. That's something you really don't need to be associated with. I'm just saying that's just I mean, the way the mind works. Hell, your wife could be doing the same thing. Hey, you know, her husband, her husband could be going out and and, and sleeping with other people, or her boyfriend could be going out and sleeping yeah, with other people think, that she doesn't know yeah, about. I don't, I, I don't think that matters either, because I mean, if she, even if she is her his girlfriend, he could still be cheating, and it, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, I I do understand that, but, but what I'm saying is, okay. at least there wasn't an attempt at a commitment. If you're not attempting a commitment and you're you just laying down, exactly. That's All right, exactly that, what I'm saying. I'm not mixing no words with that. I mean, does that what, make the guy hoe too? It's yeah. But hey, when it when it comes to sex, men get leeway. Just like when it comes That's to domestic true. violence, women get leeway. They slap you around like a two dollar whore, and ain't nobody gonna come lock them up. But time you grab on the collar, now you're going to jail. That's just the yeah. way it goes. So I mean, that you is understand the, the role in a situation, and you've been living here all your life. It ain't like you come over here from Brazil or something five years ago. You might not know how to get down. You've been in America all your life. You know how it is. Now, I'm not against nobody having fun. I'm not even against hoes. I'm just saying this. <laughs> If that's what you're doing, I'm looking at you sideways. If I well, then you wouldn't get involved. You You wouldn't get involved in a casual relationship. Then that's that's yeah. There's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with that. No, only thing I'm saying is if I can't eat a meal with the chick, or I can't come over to watch a movie, or we can't go riding around in my car or anything like that. I basically don't want nothing else with her if that's all that it's about. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't. You know, I'm not I, I understand that completely. Other people do what they like. Right. Yeah, they right. do what they like. That's their business. They can do that. But I'm expressing my opinion from a different point of view. That you know that. what I mean? I, that's it. I get that. I totally get that. And I mean, there are plenty of guys out there who probably have the same outlook as well. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I don't think I'd hold that again. Cause like like just like the example Crystal said, I mean, even if they're boyfriend and girlfriend, it doesn't stop whatever she's doing. It doesn't change the act, you know. It just yeah, it has yeah. a title, but you you you're right. But but at least at least you don't know it. But you know ignorance it. is bliss. Yes, at least she doesn't, yeah. she doesn't know. If, if <laughs> you know it. Everybody can always say yes and button. Well, for all you know is, yeah, yeah, for all you know. But if you don't know, what you going to do? But it is know, a different feeling if you know. It is a different feeling if you know. That's what I'm saying. You could be dating a man that's You could be dating a man that's fucking another man. But if you don't know, it's one thing. <laughs> but if you know you fucking another man, you mess up with him, what does that make you? <laughs> Living dangerously. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, okay, Krista. number five. <laughs> <laughs> You're keeping count. 
Booty call commandment number five. Thou shalt kiss thou shalt kiss anything but my mouth. <laughs> can a jump uh-huh. off can you kiss a jump off in the mouth or is that too much like a relationship? <laughs> no, that's based on fine. what Ray with the example Ray said, you probably don't want to <laughs> You probably don't want well, to do that. <laughs> right. Um well no, I would think um kissing in the mouth is okay. I mean I think that's probably more of a um a professional term of no kissing in the mouth <laughs> kind of a thing. Oh wow. But well, you know, you know. But I think that for casual sex, I mean you can kiss in the mouth and you know, wherever else you want to kiss, I guess. So although kissing does it does make you um it can lead you more into a more um not so much serious, but it could do, could lead you into having more feelings for a person. But but sex itself can lead you into having feelings for a person. That's why you can't have sex with the same one over and over. You have to mix it up a little bit, and you have to space out the time. Okay, okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Right. We're going to take a quick break and hear from one of my sponsors, searchforithere.com. If you own a business, you know how important it is to get the word out about what you have to offer. I want to tell you about a great online local business directory that will get you the attention you want. It's called searchforithere.com, and it's fantastic. At searchforithere.com, multiple discounts are available on their local business directory with lots of great features. They have diamond or silver plans available that can save you tons. The diamond plan includes featured listings, and the silver plan includes video as well as other great tools to promote your business. So take advantage of these great deals today and get listed as soon as possible. There are hundreds, even thousands of customers out there just waiting for you to get listed. Searchforthere.com is simply the best local business directory. So whether you own one business or many companies, it doesn't matter. Searchforthere.com is your number one local business directory. You can call them at 253-324-3352 or email them at sales at searchforthere.com. Searchforthere.com. show no experts just opinions go to the 601 area code the magnolia state of mississippi and welcome on my man eminem eminem what's happening hey what up q what up radio world all right and talking about booty calls uh we're going through the 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 10 commandments of booty call and we're on commandment number six and commandment number six and Eminem, I'll go ahead and let you get in on this, man. Thou shalt not expect anything except a drink. All right, Eminem, do you feed a jump off? I mean, you know, what's the downside of giving comfort like that? 
Well, you definitely don't want to uh, do anything remotely uh, that could get taken out of context. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to spend nothing. You don't want to give nothing. You don't want to be nice. You don't want to. You don't even want to smile too much. You know. You know. All you want to do is get off. You know. That's all about everybody getting off. That's it. Anything else is uncivilized. <laughs> <laughs> But man, um, see, a lot of times, uh, I guess uh, something can start. I think that's what we're talking about tonight, anyway. How to start out a certain way, and then yeah, the more the, the more those little extras add up to be extras, and then somebody can start taking it the wrong way, and then that's when the problems come in. You know, so. Uh, Nah, nah, nothing more than a drink, and then the drink got to be cheap. So, you know, probably you know, everybody's <laughs> passing a 40 or something. You know. <laughs> All right. On the last question, PJ Extra chimed in on Twitter. He said, kissing a jump off is the first step on a path to telling her that you love her. So he was saying you don't kiss a jump off. And, uh, but, um I mean, and, and, and Ray, I'll ask you the same question, man. I mean, what's the downside of, if you're looking at this as for what it is, is there a downside to giving them comfort, you know, cooking them something, buying them something to eat, treating it almost like a date? Oh, like I say, with this whole jump-off thing, it's kind of like, you know, to me, you don't give nobody too much, but at the same time, if you're going to be spending time together, you should be able to sit down, talk, eat, watch a movie, something. If you get somebody that's just a straight whore, just a slut bucket, nah, that's something I don't want to really fuck with anyway. I'm just being, just being honest. You know what I mean? Where when you uh-huh. come in, you know, everybody, two, three jokers hitting us, your boy call you up, say, yo, man, you want some pussy? All you got to do is come on down, and you knock off, and then you go about your business. Okay, what is that? That's a slut bucket. And any female that goes for that, then that's, that's a bad situation. But I will ask my cousin the same question I asked you earlier. If you knew that a girl was a jump off, would you make that girl your girl if you knew what the situation was with another dude? I mean, ain't like you bumped me here as a no doctor lawyer. This dude probably <laughs> worked, he had four kids already, and he come over there and just straight knock out. He ain't taking an eat or nothing. Now, you taking an eat. You spending money. You taking it out of town, shit like that. But the oh, other nah. dude is knocking it. Oh, that's, that's not the scenario you gave us. That's not the scenario you gave us. That's a completely okay, different okay. scenario. You, you okay, keeping up. What's the first scenario? The, the first scenario is that if a woman is a jump off and yeah. she states that she has, you know, had a time when she slept with this dude that she didn't have a relationship with or whatever, would that change your opinion? It was nothing about taking her or traveling or we we didn't even get to that part. <laughs> traveling. <laughs> if you if you trying to make her your girl, then what you doing? 
And I mean, so you've already you've already been dating her if y'all already traveling. No. Hey, it ain't ain't like that old time. I'm saying, if you, what are you going to do, go out to dinner four, five times? You might say, oh, let's uh, go out of town. Let's go here for the weekend or whatever the case is. You very well may say that if that's your girl. Because you know if you go out of town, you guaranteed to get paid. But now what happened to a lot of guys that, that get caught up, is it's 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 their homies that mess it up. You know, it's just like if the chick look like a jump off, eh, that's pretty much gonna stay like that. But man, if kind of like how superheads start getting popular, you know what I'm saying? She was she had a certain reputation, but you know she was so physically gifted, you know, literally and <laughs> and uh, figuratively. Yeah, figuratively. <laughs> right. That uh, you know, a lot of guys. That, I mean. It's just like. Hello? Yes. Hello? Just like <laughs> all, all this you know about Superhead. <laughs> would you wife that chick? Oh, hell no. Nah. Nah, baby, because Superhead yeah. been around the world with her thing. Yeah. Ooh, but I know Bill Mark fell in love, though, man. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he was proud. You well, know, and there's some, like, there's uh, some guys I, I know, there's uh, some guys who go for that. This, this I, I know all. I remember I met this guy, man. Well, I knew this guy, man. What was that guy from? Uh, Toledo, Ohio. And uh, I had took him by this chick's house, man. He had paid me the money and shit. And... Eminem, you keep cutting out on us, man. Okay. okay. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. We can now. now. Okay, okay. Yeah, man, this, this guy, well, how far did I get? Just some guy you knew from Toledo or something. Uh, and, uh, man, I'm talking about. <laughs> and this chick, I, I remember it was, I never will forget this shit, man, because I couldn't believe it when she came to the door. This chick had about five kids for five different men. She was totally unattractive, real big breasts, no booty. And dude, eyes was all red. He said, man, he said, don't laugh at me, man, but I ain't going to lie. Man, that's the best pussy I've had in my life. <laughs> that nigga was hooked. <laughs> so, I mean, and I was shocked. I, it was just like, damn, I know it had to be good because, man, all his girls was, like, really nice looking. I was like, how the hell? Like, man, I'm out. We got back to the show. Let's go back to the show. Way off. Or whatever. PJ Extra stayed on. <laughs> said on Twitter, he said, you don't even want to give a jump off good advice on car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. <clears throat> Booty call commandment number seven. If someone comes over, then thou art my cousin from out of town. Crystal, should a jump off always keep it player, you know, and not ruin your potential relationship candidates? Oh, Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you're just somebody. I mean, you know, I mean, first of all, you shouldn't be having conversations with them anyway. You should be getting ready to go, you know. And um, whatever I say after that, you won't hear anyway because you're gone, you know. And so, yeah, you don't have interactions with anybody else, you know. That's why you have um, you have them come over when things are clear or you go over there or something like that. But um, if someone should happen to pop up, you know, a friend or whatever, 
then, yeah, I mean, you introduce them as, you know, whatever. You know, this is my, I, I wouldn't put them in the family, but this is just somebody. <laughs> you know, because you never know, because what if, okay, this person that, you know, you're trying to hide them from ends up being, you know, in your, in a relationship with you, and then they get to talking to your family, <laughs> and they want to know about, you know, Cousin Hank. <laughs> Whatever. Sure. Like, who the fuck is that? Whatever. You know, I mean, so you don't want to. That's a trap. So you don't want to do that. But you know, you just they ain't nobody. They they always nobody. Who is that? Ain't nobody. <laughs> They're always nobody. Hey, you know, when, when you when you hear that, that's when you better watch out. Just like a chick say, I don't be doing nothing. I be at home. Whenever you call her, you can't get her. You better watch out. She's with nobody. Cousin Hank. You better watch out. She was <laughs> 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 oh well, see, man! That jump turn into a cheating situation. So that when you're yeah. going to get into a real relationship, then you stop all that. You know, you call them all and say, "Look, you know, I'm good now. So peace." Okay. See after this relationship ends. What? Y'all still ain't answered that question. If that was a situation that you found out the chick you were trying to get to know was doing that, would you be cool with that if you know after the fact? I mean, Eminem, I'll allow you to answer since you're the last one in. Is is a jump off, if a woman's had a jump off in her life, does that make her off limits for a relationship? Uh, Depending on how fine she is. But, uh, <laughs> but you put a whole new dynamic on it. Nah, if you weren't fine, I wouldn't even fuck with you. <laughs> That's my favorite line. <laughs> See, like I say, it's a total difference between, okay, I'm getting to know the girl, or we kicking it, or whatever case, we just say boyfriend and girlfriend, and we having sex. That's one thing. But you just got somebody coming to the house, knocking it down, and leaving Knocking it down, leaving. He ain't taking you nowhere. He ain't buying you nothing. Y'all ain't doing nothing together. Knocking it down and leaving. Like I say, that's a prostitute without getting the fucking money. Okay, I'm not understanding. Okay, is is it is this like you? The guy is there and he's trying to have a relationship with her, and this is still happening while this while he's trying to date her. No. No, this is what I'm saying. Like this what is what you just, just happened. Said, what you what you just said. Okay, uh-huh. I'm getting into something kind of serious. Okay, we uh-huh. need to cut this off. Okay, so right. the dude has been coming by and trying to take you out to eat or whatever uh-huh. the case was. Y'all talking on the phone. Uh-huh. You still having a jump off up until the point where you think that it's starting to get serious with somebody else. Now, the dude that you're getting serious with, when he do find out what you've been up to for the last year or whatever, you think he's going to be all right with that. He's going to look at you as somebody he wants to be. Hell, if I ain't First of all, I want to know how he finds himself. Hard shoes and all how he that. Out. Out. <laughs> you don't know yeah, what the hell I've been doing. But the thing about the thing about a guy who knows cheap, they know a hole when they see one. But then what are you so, doing on my house trying to date me then? 
to try to try to disguise, try to disguise what you've been doing, try to disguise what you're up to. That's nothing. You can sit back and say, "Oh, I'm not going to tell you nothing." Just by the conversations we have, it, I know what the situation is. What you go for, what you don't go for, is you going to try to be in the pockets, or you ain't going to be in the pockets? Are you a thief? You know, do I got to lock my wallet in my glove compartment before I come in your house and fall asleep? <laughs> you, know, you know what type of female you're dealing with just by the conversation. Yeah. You know. But, uh, but, 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 uh, I, I was really being funny, but, but, but seriously, though, with, with, uh, with a lot of guys, it, it literally is how fine the woman is. That's how, uh, guys, uh, end up getting married to, Strippers and all that. I mean, you know, it's just like I don't know that cloud of judgment. You know, you you have celebrities and everybody. I mean, look at Kanye. I mean, like, I mean, shit, man. Kim was wide open on video. I mean, it's just you know, but uh, some guys just getting in that trap. And then it's like, and, and they I know mean, it. and they know it, right. Know. I mean, because there are a lot of things that you know people don't know. We don't know. And the reason I'm not quick to pass judgment is because, um, you know, I, I I could have some relatives who would jump out and I just didn't know about it. You know, it's none of my business. I don't want to know. So, I mean, but in the scenario that was given, it was just mentioning one jump off. All right. I don't think that's all that bad. If someone had a series of jump offs Man. or whatever, then that yeah. does change the game for me. But, I mean... Shit, I don't freak, like I said freak, I mean, because because changed all that <laughs> because you know right <laughs> yeah I mean and that's I mean and and because I've been in a situation where I've dealt with a jump off before and I know how the person I don't really look at it like that you know I mean because I'm not gonna say well she's a hoe and I'm not you know I mean society may say that but that don't make it right. I mean, just but like the thing about it is, what are you talking about? You was 25 years old when this was going on? You know what I'm saying? That's, that's years ago. We talking about if that's what you're thinking now, then I don't know, bro. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion, of course. But it's different between what you were thinking at 23, 25, 27. I mean, if that's true, and what you but thinking I mean, now. that's true, but I mean, if if... Like, you know, I, I don't necessarily want to use that visual. I, I'll use someone other than a relative. Um, but if if, <laughs> if I know a 50-year-old man at my job who's single and he doesn't want a relationship and he wants to have, you know, a jump off or something, I'm not going to think bad of the dude because he don't want no relationship. He knows what he wants and he can do what he wants. He's a grown man. But he's I a don't, dude. He's not a female. <laughs> If a female I'm, is doing this, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put that double standard on it. Not not like that. I, I I just ain't gonna do it. That's society. Just like you don't want the double stand. Just like you don't want the double standard with women being able to hit men. I, I mean, I, I look at it the same way. I'm not I'm not way, gonna push bro. that. I'm I'm not gonna That's push that double standard. I mean, that don't make it right though. Just like it's not right for a woman to hit a man and get away with it. So it can be a yeah, double standard. That's, that, that's still going to make it right. Nobody's going to call the police when they see that. And nine out of ten, they won't. 
but I mean, you know, you're, you're disagreeing with one double standard and agreeing with another, and I, I don't. That's contradictory to me. I, I just, uh, I'd rather be consistent and just not not judge not judge her by if that's something she wants to do. She's 50 and she wants to get down with somebody. She's being responsible. She's practicing safe sex, and I, I can, I'm, I'm I, not gonna I, get in anybody's bedroom like that. That's their business. Listen, I can tell y'all some stuff so crazy. Growing up in the country, man, it wasn't even no joke. I'm talking about <laughs> this one girl, <laughs> but I didn't get lit up, though. This chick was burning and oh, lighting okay. everybody up, man, but she was bad, and people were still going up. I mean, so that's what, I, I guess that's why I keep referencing a lot of guys have clouded judgment. I'm talking about when the chick is slamming, they can't think none of the none of the other stuff. It almost even matter, you know. It should matter, but it don't. So, yeah, and I mean. But see, back, but back then, we talking about that gonorrhea and stuff like that. Now the AIDS is popping. <laughs> you time. think about it. And yeah, you're getting guys running up in that cheap roll like that. Think about that. <laughs> now, I understand. I'm I mean, you were hoping they would be I'm responsible. I'm some of the fun out of the situation. But at the same time, I'm saying, think about that. Now, now you say, well, you know, everybody running up in there, everybody running up in there, and you think out of five or six dudes, nobody got sense enough to get a condo. Think about that. I mean, if that's the now case and I know that, then that, that, is, that is different. That is different. If I know that, we're talking five or six dudes and they all hit it wrong. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that changes the whole scenario to me. <laughs> and then you know what the females say? Oh no. That shows you know, that shows their like responsibility. Well, I'm quite sure you're not like that anymore, but I ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> right. Keep stepping. That's what you do. Damn. <laughs> that's how you yeah. do that. That's, you keep it moving, right. keep it moving. You keep it moving. That just like with anything. Yeah. But, you know, but, but, but there's this plenty of things this that turns thing. people off about this other people. I'm just wondering how, how did this conversation this. even come up? That's what I'm wondering. Hey, I got a opinion just like you got one. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about your scenario. I mean, I'm just yeah. wondering how this conversation would even would even hey, come up. The man said that he knew something that happened in the country where the chick was burning everybody. I'm right. just saying, if it wasn't gonorrhea and it was AIDS, where would they be at? So if you don't understand that scenario, I bring it down for you. No, no, I wasn't talking about that scenario. That scenario was very clear. I'm going I'm back. I got three more commandments. We're running out of show. I'm going back to the three more right. commandments. Okay. Forget it. Forget it. it All right. Matter. Eminem, is it right. too is it too romantic to to walk or jump off back to her car? I mean, do you ever go any further than the front door? Oh, no. Man, I mean, I don't care if a hurricane was coming, man. His phone is worse than fuck. I mean, the commandment is, thou shalt not be asked to walk any farther than the door. Ah, you probably don't even walk to the door. You know, like, shit, you know, stay, hey, pass me the remote. You know, like, see you tomorrow, whenever, you know, shit, no problem. You know, I mean, you basically uh, 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 pretty much no different than, you know, it's almost like just 
dudes hanging out just the day of the opposite sex and you screwing them. That's it. But it ain't like you you know you're not walking your friends to the door and you know hugging them when they come on. It's like what up, dog? Just you know shit. You know. Yeah, I That's mean, a prostitute that don't get no money. Like, you tell me what's going with that. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so booty call commandment number nine. Thou shalt not be be no pillow talk. Only a nap before you leave. Uh, now, I guess someone can define pillow talk with me. I don't know if that's when you necessarily talking about each other or just general conversation. But, uh, Crystal, I mean, is there any, any pillow talk with a jump off? No. No pillow talk. No pillow is talk. Is that just general it's conversation? Just like, I mean, I'm trying to pillow, understand the terminology here. Pillow talk is what happens after sex, okay? Okay. That's the um, when you're lying there and you're watching TV. Maybe you went and got something to eat downstairs or wherever your house is, however. And, you know, and so you're just sitting in bed talking. <laughs> you know, and chilling and talking. That's continue. That's that's the that's the line that you draw. So because after that, then that means you're probably going to go ahead and go to sleep or something like that. See, so you don't do anything like that. It's just sex. That's all it is. First of all, I don't have anything to talk to you about anyway. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, so just you know, just leave. And the walking to the door. Um, yeah, I think. Whether you male or female, you want to walk that motherfucker to the door. <laughs> you want to Keep make sure stealing. he ain't right. You know, make sure whatever he's doing, you don't know what he's hey. doing downstairs or what he's what doing. Whatever. Like you gotta walk him to you gotta walk him to the door because you're letting the next nigga in after he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> I like that on uh, what was that? Wait next hell the, the character Leon played. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a lot of words to change. <laughs> no, because ain't nothing to talk about. All right, so, so Booty Call <laughs> Commandment 10 says, Thou shalt not ever cuddle or spoon. So, I mean, you can't cuddle with a jump off after sex? Absolutely not. I said that earlier. No, no, no. no. See, the after sex, there is no after sex, okay? There's nothing after sex. You have entered into no man's land Reality has just happened. Therefore, you do not belong in reality. Therefore, you leave. So, that's it. Uh-huh. Hey, man, you hearing it from the best. That's all I can say. You got that right. <laughs> you got that right. The best hoe this side of the Dixie line. Hey. I, hey, I, hey, I respect that. <laughs> Because I, I am what I am, I and I ain't no proof to admit what I am. And, you know, you are what you are. You ain't afraid to admit what you are. Respect that. You've been calling me a hoe for the whole damn show. Don't think I, I don't call, know that hey, shit. I didn't, I didn't don't think I don't no know hoe. that shit. Yeah, you I did. Okay. You no now, if you want to take it like that, look, take it like that. We're not going to even go there because I know what the hell I heard, all right? So you want to play hey. like you want to play like hey, you're talking in generalities all you want to, but hey, I know uh, it is what you ain't talking is. in generalities. You, you You've been very specific from expressing my opinion. No, the minute you, you feel like you want to do that, then you come and try and do it. Simple as that. Now, and we'll get back what I say out of context. You can do it. You know, I ain't afraid to say nothing. 
I never, I never take anything out of context because I live in reality. Okay. I guess I don't then. Well, I'm sure you do. I just want you to know that I know. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I'm fully okay. aware. Now, if the behavior that you're describing, if that's what you do, <laughs> then yeah, I am calling you a hoe. I've been called worse things, okay? I assure you. A hoe don't mean shit. All right. Let me see if I can try to regain some semblance of control over this show. It's getting way out of hand. It's getting way out of hand. Um, matter of fact, I'm going to take a break and come back with a different topic. All right. Let me hear from, um, let's see, liquidlifedrops.us. Congratulations on your decision to achieve a healthier lifestyle and seek optimum health. It's a noble and wise goal that will help you live a longer and healthier life. Liquid Life Drops are made from high-quality and completely natural ingredients that work along with your body's natural processes to help you feel better. Our product is non-homeopathic and in liquid form. It contains no hormones and is 100% safe. It has a very pleasant taste and is sweetened with stevia. Liquid Life Drops has a variety of health benefits. Not only do they make you feel great, they also support maintaining weight and weight loss if you need to lose a few pounds. Please contact us at www.liquidlifedrops.us if you have any questions. We are here for you and success. Hi, I'm Bobby Willis. I'm repping at Lone Star State, and you're listening to Talk to Q Radio Show. No experts, just opinion. <laughs> have a caller buzzing in from Skype. Uh, it's been a while since I've heard from him. I'll bring him on to give his two cents before we change topics. Say hello to Joe Neckbone. What's happening? Hey, hey, what's up, y'all? How you doing? Not too much. I'm not sure how much of the discussion you had, but you were trying to chime in on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was listening to the brother <clears throat> that was making an observation about whether women are hoes or not. And I, I just wanted to share this. You know, I own part of a club. Uh, where I live in Louisiana, and every week, every week, not it, it never fails. I see brothers that think they know women get took big time because what happens is they make these judgment calls and they put women in a box, and uh, and without really realizing the woman that they're putting in the box doesn't fit it very well. You have to be real careful. This is a new era, and what you may think and what you may think you see is a lot of times not what's real, and so. You know, I just want to caution brothers, you know, to, to not let the arrogance of your ego, you know, outweigh what your eyes are displaying for you. In other words, you know, just because you think you know something doesn't mean that's always the case. You have to approach every situation, you know, with a fresh set of eyes. Okay, okay. And that was just in reference to... What, if a woman is a jump-off, then she's a hoe? Or what's that in reference to exactly? Well, just period. You know, putting putting women in boxes like that. You know, you don't know who's who and what's what. You know, you have to kind of just go in and and uh, and uh, learn 
on an individual basis rather than saying, oh, she's a hoe, she's a jump blah, 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 she's a church girl. Don't do that. Okay. All right. I appreciate the two cents, Joe. Mm-hmm. Representing Louisiana. And, uh, okay. And the, the, the bottom line is, I guess, I mean, well, the, the topic of the, of the show was supposed to be what to do when your jump off wants a date. Um, and for a lot of people, they don't want to necessarily, you know, get involved with the jump off that they're looking at it just strictly from a physical point of view. And if that's the case, then you have to distance yourself if things start to get a little more close to a relationship or something that you don't want. It's nothing that you want to wait around and see if it goes away, to see if it fades or anything like that. You have to be able to speak up and say or reiterate, this is not what I want and probably move on. Uh, Now, my suggestion would be kind of along the lines of something that, that Crystal suggested, if you're going to do it, then, uh, you know, this is probably something you shouldn't do regularly or, you know, something you might have to space out or something so that no feelings are ever developed. Um, It has to be one of those fast food type things, you know, like in and out, for lack of a better phrase, as far as a restaurant. But, uh, yeah, so if you're looking for a relationship, then you're going to approach it a lot differently than if you're just looking for for straight sex. And you just have to keep that mentality when you go about that. Just know what you want and be firm on that. Stand firm. All right. Uh, Before we wrap things up, I want to get into something that I've been putting off for a while, and that's the discussion about the Bruce Jenner interview. You know, Bruce Jenner essentially made everything official, when he says that he identifies as a woman and he's going through the transformation. And I remember Bruce Jenner when I was about probably five years old or I don't know. From some of my first memories of the Olympics was seeing the highlights of him running during the decathlon and him winning the gold medal and being on the Wheaties box and things of that nature, things that I vaguely remember as a child. So here it is 40 years later. And he has a sit down with Diane Sawyer explaining that all his life he struggled with wanting to um, essentially be a woman. And so I did watch the entire interview. And I'll start with, with you first, Eminem. Uh, what, was your, what is your impression of Bruce after the interview? Did it change? Did you not care about him before the interview? I mean, how, how did you approach that? Well, uh I was actually stunned when I heard the whole thing anyway because, you know, like yourself, I remember him as a young kid, uh, him, Sugar Ray Leonard, all of them having, like, you know, medals and being on the Wheaties box. And, and uh, Bruce Jenner used to be on uh, – well, he was on a lot of different shows, but I remember him uh, appearing on Johnny Carson a couple of times. And uh, Major Athlete. On top of that, you know, it kind of goes against the stereotypes of, you know, um, you know, a guy that in his prime easily could have been considered a jock or something like that. You know, go to something extreme like that is just like I guess it really hadn't resonated. Like this is actually Bruce Jenner. I mean, it's just like I'm, I'm not a Bruce Jenner fan, but it just don't sound right. Like, damn, you know, like, if it was some 
guy, and he was like the school librarian or something like that, and he was talking about something inside of him just want to come out and shit. It ain't that shocking, even though I still don't understand it. But, you know, uh, somebody that at one time was a world-class athlete, it just, uh, I don't know. I guess I look at everything from a caveman point of view, but it's just like, damn, man, all the, the, the you know, going back to his prime, all the chicks, all the, the 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 media, all the attention, all the endorsements. I mean, why in the hell would you want to be a chick? You know, I mean, you you was a chick magnet at one time. Why in the hell would you want to become one? Uh, I would never understand that. I wouldn't understand a guy wanting to be a woman anyway, but definitely a guy that that that, that got it a certain way, or had it, or could have had it a certain way. I don't, I don't right understand there. it. Your 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 pussy self esteem should be so high. There's no way in the hell you would think like that. Okay. And, Ray, how do you feel about it, man? This is a a guy that was, you know, an icon, you know, back when we were growing up in the 70s. And uh, he was known for his athleticism and being fit and all this other stuff, and things just changed. Yeah, man. You know, I've known him for to be one of the – greatest Olympians probably ever. You know, he's one of the yeah. original Olympians that I known first. I believe I knew him before I knew Carl Lewis. Yeah. So it was like, you know, he fell off the scene for a long time, basically. I mean, he was on weed boxes and stuff like that, but then he resurfaced with the Kardashians and everything. But it's just uh, a real strange situation, man, you know. I didn't see the interview because, you know, Amanda watched it live, and she was supposed to save it on the DVR, but she hit yes instead of no and believed uh, it, so I didn't get to see it. So, you know, a lot of people have been talking about it. I've seen clips of it where, you know, it's just it's one of the strangest things i ever seen, you know. Because when, when it first came out, I would see them getting in the car with a little ponytail or whatever, but they found out, oh, he wanted to be a woman. I thought that was just some joke or, you know. Yeah, like tabloid talk. Yes, but, you know, I didn't think it was the real deal, but apparently, yeah, it is the real deal. And I don't know, man. You know, I just feel sorry for his sons and all. You know, they can't tell it how it go because he's writing the check. You know what I'm saying? So they're in a bad situation. You know, well, we happy for our dad, and we definitely bad. Yeah, sure. If he didn't have the controlling interest on your money, you probably wouldn't be saying that. So, you know, I, yes, it's one of the strangest things I've seen. All right. And uh, Joe Neckbone said in the chat room, said he um, – Says same as y'all. Watched him on the Olympics. Now he's painting toes. <laughs> painting toes. <laughs> oh man. Well, Crystal, um, did his interview shed any light on gender identification whatsoever for you? Um, not so much a light, but it came. It was it was an interesting interview, and I think he was being very honest about how he felt. I mean, they. Um, he said that he was feeling that way. Um since he was a child 
and he knew that he was different. He didn't know why he was different, but he just knew he was. And then um, when he became, you know, in his teens and everything, he really wanted to just kind of work it out of them, I guess, his feelings, and he wanted to make his dad proud and, and everyone. So, And he had this ability you know, to run and to, he was a great athlete. So he figured that, you know, all that would pass and that, you know, he would be okay, but it didn't. And so, and that's what a lot of the transgenders feel. And they, you know, it has, you can't be confused with being uh, homosexual or lesbian or whatever, because it has nothing to do with your sexual orientation, which he was trying to explain that because the one thing I, you know, Diane was was confused about. It. She kept asking over and over again because he did say that he loves women and that he's very attracted to women. He's always been attracted to women. So she asked, "Well, does that mean you're going to be a lesbian when you become a woman?" He he didn't know. He didn't know because he you know he didn't think about it. It's not on a sexual level. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't sure what he would be afterwards. So it's it 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 was enlightening, I guess, as far as because of the detail that he goes into. Um, about his childhood and how he was feeling and how he could have, you know, wives. And um, I think the – well, he did say that his uh, first wife did know um, and everything. And I think really all of them kind of found out, you know, right. as they were with him. And uh, and I think um, um, Chris uh, Kardashian then Jenner – was um, the one who probably knew almost right away because he was talking about that too because he had already started going through some hormones and stuff when they got together. So I mean, it was it's kind of it's kind of sad when you think about how he um, had to live his life that way and then you know coming out is something that we don't really understand why it happens um, biologically. But mm-hmm. you know, but you know it does, and it's a shame. It's a, it's a shame that it happens. He said he didn't want to hurt his children, so he, he that's why he waited so long. People say, why did you do it? And you're 65 years old. Why now? You know, and you know, and then now they're all basically grown now. So, I mean, they the children have come out and said, you know, that they support him and that they love their father, and I think that they do. I think most of the kids are basically able to take care of themselves. I don't think that any of them are living off of him. But, um, I mean, I think I think he, I personally think he was a good dad. He did what he could. He was always there, and that was one thing that Kendall had came out to say, that he was always there for them. You know, he was always present in their life. Now, he wasn't around the boys as much because, of you know, they got divorced and, you know, how that goes. But, um, but yeah, he was, he was definitely always present in the girls' life. So. Okay. And um, I, I know he made it sound like it was really difficult for him keeping all this to himself as long as he did. Um, and he did say he did that for the sake of his kids and everything. But, um I mean, Eminem, how will Jenner, after getting 20 million viewers, you know, that he got, he has a reality show starting in July that's going to document his transformation. And with him now being the face that gender identity never had, the spokesperson, how how will he be remembered by society when it's all said and done? 
Uh, well, it, he he'll be remembered two ways. He'll be remembered by people. Who are you cut out on me, Eminem. Oh, okay. What about now? You're fine now. Okay. Yeah, he'll he'll be remembered by uh, our age and older as somebody that you know as a great Olympian and all that, and then we'll just kind of re- re- erase all the you know the our minds. You know, it's like the memory you have of certain stars always be what you know about them the most, and mm-hmm. so we'll. I mean, we're forever ingrained with that Wheaties and uh, Olympian and the gold medal and being on real people and Johnny Carson and all that. So that's never going to change. But now for the younger generation, then they'll know him as the icon for, you know, trans, you know, <laughs> gender change. Yeah. But not gay or what? I, I don't know. what. Or as that Kardashian yeah. dad and all this. Yeah. Stuff. I, you know, the, and the, and the, and the, and the reality, you know, the reality show, they're like, yeah, that's the the, the the lady from the reality show or something like that. But, you know, but uh, um, it's, it's just amazing, man. It's amazing. Uh, I mean, I, I, I wish I was born in today's time, man. Shoot. Yeah, it's it's going to be so many women out there are lonely. It ain't going to no joke, man. This shit ain't a... There ain't going to be too many dudes left. That's going to be... <laughs> Man, you can pick them like plums, Jack. Shit. <laughs> you, know, you got millionaires flipping over. It's like, shit, man, you could be a... You can just be cutting Chris Jenner's yard and knock that off. So this shit whole man trying to be a chick. You know, like, damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I mean, I watched it, and he... He said something, you know, because I, I, I've never been able to necessarily understand gender identity. And now he did say something that I, I, I did take away from it. He said sexual orientation is who you go to bed with and gender identification is who you go to bed as. So I understood the separation where he talked about it there, but I still just can't grasp the concept of, you know, he wants to be a woman, but he still likes having sex with women. So I'm like, all right, so you're going to keep your junk? You know, are you going to go all the way with this? You know, are you a lesbian? And Diane Sawyer asked these same questions. She had some really good questions because she, you know, let it be known that she was confused too. And um, so I, I don't quite understand what his end game is, what his what would make him happy, so to speak. But... Uh, I mean, again, I'm to each their own on that, but I still can't deal with somebody that looks like a dude going into a women's restroom. I, I, I just, I can't, uh, I can't go for that. I can't hey, go for hey, that. You. As long as you got what I got, you, we need to be going to the same restroom. That's that's how I look at that. I don't care how you identify as or whatever. I mean, that's just how I look at it. But what were you gonna say, Eminem? Oh man, this is a talk to Q exclusive, man. I just had a. Uh, a, a brainstorm, man. Just of the of of the celebrities, the freakiest of the freakiest, man. I'm talking about like if if Bruce Jenner or Lady Bruce Jenner nails Madonna, man. We, we, how many hits would that shit get? Like if it was some kind of <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> you see how Eminem's oh mind working? He's, 
He's already come up with a porn. <laughs> oh man, it would make a killer though, even though. So I ain't watching it though. <laughs> I ain't watching it. I'm sorry. I know that dude used to be a dude. Uh-uh. I have no interest. But all right, let me uh, get ready to wrap things up. Uh, next week, let's see. Do I have both shows planned? For next week, yeah, next week on Tuesday, let's talk about sex is back. Seven ways to improve your sex life. Takes a look at how you can get your mate in the mood more than usual. And, of course, whenever that topic comes up, that means Mary LaBelle is going to be on. So she'll be back. It's been a while since she's been in. Next Wednesday, we'll discuss uh, the reason that technology is why you're broke. And we'll take a look at how luxuries are now necessities in today's society. All of that on the Talk to Q radio show, Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, brought to you by TruthDevour.com. Final thoughts. And Eminem, I'll start with you. You were the last one in. Oh, man. Uh, very interesting show. Um, you know, uh, some good tips, some good do's and don'ts. Uh, you know, just, you know, stick and, stick and move. You know what I'm saying? Hit and quit. You know, that's, uh, you know, uh, ageless uh, ageless quotes, you know, especially with dealing with, you know, certain type of things or whatever. But but for the most part, you know, um, now we're in the heart of a, you know, sexual revolution. And I'm just glad, you know, people are having sex. I mean, because, you know, we just got <laughs> to talk about Bruce, Bruce Jenner. So, I mean, pretty soon, you know, uh, if somebody talking about you know fucking or something, man, that's gonna be considered a renaissance, man. It's like you know, you know. So you got people, you know, changing genders. You got people shadow pumping and all this shit. I mean, you know, just <laughs> shadow you know. <laughs> but uh, somebody just you know pulling hair and trying to pop eyes out. I mean, that's a lost art form. So uh, you know, but like I say, any topic dealing with anything. <laughs> Write your senator, write your congressman, talk to your local uh, councilman or alderman, depending on where you are, and just tell them to put an amendment to some of the bills they have, specifically as for 13 to 13 to be added to your ballot. You don't have to worry about being labeled or anything because people will know you sell pussy, period. You don't have to lie. You don't have to have these... uh, you know, fake personalities, and you know, by day you're a lawyer, and a, and a, and, a, and by night you're you know super Susan or something like that. Like, oh wow! With a, with a punk rock pink wig and all this shit. I mean, you know, I'm just saying. But uh, just legalize and just be done with it. All this shit. I mean, you know, a straight man can go find a woman, and and hopefully she's a woman that that was born a woman and. It won't be no kind of confusion, you know. But other than that, you know, just legalize it, man. It's done went on too far. I mean, this this is just it's done got out of hand. Just you just they just got to do it. What do we get for All right. I appreciate that, Eminem. Oh, All no right. doubt. In the chat room, Joe Neckbone said, "Wow, jump offs and Bruce Jenner in one show." Kind of like having fried chicken and sushi in the same meal. 
<laughs> Ray, where you find the thoughts, man? Uh, chitlins and tofu. Um, I just want to have a little food, a little, little, little food for thought. Because, you know, when you have a woman that is um, decent to look at, is intelligent, expresses themselves very well, uh, very talented, very expressive, but then they choose not to share that with anybody. They only want to use their talents inside the bedroom and not the big talents outside the bedroom and share that with somebody that they may love. There's something wrong with that picture. Now, if somebody want to say I'm talking about them, they can say that. They probably will be right. But at the same time, those are just questions you would like to know the answer to. So, but this show closing out, I'd just like to know why. Okay. <laughs> All right. And Crystal, shut it down for me. Okay, uh, very good show, uh, very interesting topics. Um, I think I got all of the commandments, I don't know, but I know what they are anyway, so luckily. <laughs> but anyway, um, all right, very good show. See you um, next week for Mary LaBelle, which would, she should have been here tonight too. But <laughs> <laughs> To talk about independent women who can have sex whenever the hell they want to or not. All right. Thank you very much, ma'am. I appreciate it. Hey, uh, you. Yo. Yeah, we have a few minutes to talk about the deflate gate a little bit, man. And, yeah, we can do that. It's going to – I'm going to need about five minutes, though, because I do have something – at the end of the show, I need to pay for one of my sponsors. But, uh, oh, I also want to throw in that uh, the thankyou.me blog crossed 900,000. I don't know if I mentioned it on the last show or not. I might have. But, yeah, crossed 900,000, so on my way to a million. Happy yeah. about that. Uh, but my thanks to the award-winning indie author Truth Devour. Get wanting on Amazon or visit truthdevour.com. Thanks to Search For It Here. If you're looking for affordable online business listings or cheap banner listings, you are at the right place. Search for it here.com. And my thanks to liquidlifedrops.us. I appreciate my show legends, callers, tweet chatters for participating on the show. The upcoming show schedule can be found at talktoq.com. If you want to hear previous shows, then subscribe to me on iTunes and never miss a show. Um, let's see. Uh, right now, I want everyone to check out the newest song from Sorrentos Meloja, and it's entitled A Mission of Heart. You can download it for free on his website right now at Meloja.com. And after that, we'll mix in a little zone coverage and talk about the flake gate. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Crystal's dying to talk a little football. So here is Sorrentos Meloja with the song A Mission of Heart. And after the song, we'll get into some zone coverage. 
My thanks to Sorrentos Maloja for being a sponsor of tonight's Talk to Q radio show. Visit the website, Maloja.com, M-E-L-O-G-I-A. Now it's time to have some zone coverage. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? All right. Got a couple of my show legends back on, and Ray and Eminem, and we're going to talk about the Flake Gate. And, fellas, now, uh, from what I heard as far as what went down, um, they've implemented Tom Brady in the Flake Gate and kind of cleared Bill Belichick out of things. And uh, people are discussing what should happen next. But, uh, first of all, Ray, do you think that Tom Brady did it? And how should he be punished if he did? I know he absolutely did it because, see, there's too many guys say the same thing. I mean, Troy Aikman, Joe Montana, guys that really respected in football and won three and four Super Bowls um, say he did it. You might say, well, those guys are hating because they don't want Brady to have the most Super Bowls or whatever the case is. But more so, I'm inclined to believe that they know what they're talking about. And you talk to several other guys, Dan Marino and Bill Sims and all these guys, and the thing about it is is he flat out just messed with the integrity of the game. And now this is going to really show what Gradell is made of. We all know he's full of shit. But at the same time, now the shoe is finally on the other foot. It ain't Pac-Man Jones this time. It ain't Dez Bryant. It ain't, uh, you know, all these guys, Greg Hardy and Ray Rice and all these guys. Yeah, that are easy to make fun, easy to do stuff too. Yeah, it's Tom Brady. So when you talk about the integrity of the league is, these guys have been offenders before in this franchise. To me, you have to suspend them for the entire 2015 football season. If they do not take the Super Bowl away, one or the other, see, Gradell thinks he's slick. Now they come out with the results. You notice the draft ended on Saturday. So right. now you can't actually take draft picks. Right. So right here and now, it has to be one-year suspension if you don't want to mess with the integrity of the league. Okay. Eminem, I don't see that happening. I mean, I would be shocked if if Brady if Brady got more than two games, I'd kind of be surprised. Well, I mean, uh, I, I definitely agree, agree with Ray, but I, I really don't see Goodell doing, doing anything to that magnitude. Um, for one, um, public opinion is not all – you know, other than just, you know, true football fans, but public opinion is not going to put the pressure on them like other stuff, you know, different support groups and all that kind of stuff. So that's how he's going to be able to get away with not having to, uh, you know, suspend them. Now, uh, the most pressure that can get put on Goodell is by, you know, know, uh, respected, you know, Hall of Famers and, that kind of stuff, but still, that pressure is just pretty much within the realm of football. But as far as, you know, 
ticket holders and all that kind of stuff and uh the the way that they incited uh you know women's groups and all that kind of stuff it won't nearly be the impact uh like that with the flake gate you know but uh yeah Goodell full of shit all that stuff was calculated they could have solved all that before the super bowl matter of fact they could have researched everything and came up with results before the um you know, probably a week before the Super Bowl, if they really wanted to, but they didn't. You know, mm-hmm. because they they have an image, and you know, he Tom Brady is like <laughs> literally the image of the NFL. Uh, you know, him and you know Peyton Manning, and uh, you know, uh, well, yeah, Aaron Rodgers to an extent, but definitely them two. I mean, so they're gonna, you know, do everything they can to be like, oh no, 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 you know, we can't, uh, you know, we can't get, you know. Uh, put on blast for the people we don't put on on the pedestal like this, but uh, the integrity of the game is one of the worst things you can affect. I mean, right? Uh, you know that that's what happened with Major League Baseball. You know, it's, it's so tainted. You know, everybody that was somebody was caught up in steroids or alleged steroids. So you're talking about deflating the football to make it catchable. How many drops or potential high balls that would have floated and I mean, now you 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 can question stuff going all the way back to damn. You know, it was already messed up about the uh, the tuck rule because him. So you know, of course, it wasn't that he did, but 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 the flake gate though, yeah. You know, and as meticulous as he is to say that he had nothing to do with the with the um, the inflation or the texture of the balls and all that. I mean, the quarterback is the one who totally controlled that. So to think yeah. the ball boys mess with Tom Brady's balls, shit, we ain't talking about Christian Ponder. <laughs> we talking about Tom Brady. Ain't no way he didn't know that. I mean, I, I look at it like I don't think they're going to vacate any victories or anything like that because, man, if you vacated victories on the Patriots for all the infractions that they've had, man, good gracious, that changes the history of everything that happened after 2000. Yeah. As much stuff as they many. I, I, I base it off what they did with Spygate. Nothing came out of Spygate, so probably nothing will come out of this. But you know they had proof in Spygate, so. And I think that you have to. I think that you have to. Um, you have to suspend them, though. I mean, I felt like he had to know when this first came out because you don't have someone that can tell you, "Oh, I prefer the balls to be at the on the low side of the weight." If the, the minimum weight can be 12 pounds or whatever of, of air, and you say, I prefer that it be on the low side rather than, you know, the high side of 13 pounds or whatever. If you can tell that difference in a pound, then you can tell that difference if that ball has 10 pounds in it, you mm-hmm. know. And then the Patriots had the least amount of fumbles in the on the season. They had, what, one, two fumbles? You know, because if that ball is deflated, you can grip that ball like a baseball. You know, you, you're not going to drop that ball if it's deflated. Right. And yeah, I mean, that make, so. That makes you question how they can take basically nameless players and nobody ever have, you know, mistakes. And then you take, like, other teams that have all pro players, they, you know, they fumbling, dropping balls and shit. You know, I mean, that, now the now those theories going to come up, man. You don't want this shit to turn to boxing. With, you know, it's a theory about everything. Like, but. That's what happens when you allow something to creep in with the integrity of the game. You never want exactly. that to happen. Exactly. And so now then the commissioner's kind of dug himself in a hole 
Yeah. And, and, and Ray, this is the commissioner who comes down hard on everybody, you know, over oh, some, over garbage. You know, well, I ain't going to necessarily say garbage, but he comes down hard on people on stuff that he probably should give them a slap on the wrist or not suspend them at all. But then you have something that messes with the very fabric of the game, and he's been dragging his feet on this for, what, half a year now? Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's one of these things where, you know, you get all these guys and change your own rules, and Greg Hardy's already served his time. You know, he couldn't uh, get get old girl to testify. And to me, once you don't testify, the thing is over with. But now you don't want the two games or the four games to be out there, so now you make it at ten games with no pay. So in other words, you want the guy to lose $8 million or so for some bullshit that the victims don't even want to testify about. And she took a check. So when you constantly making all these decisions and talking about the integrity of the game, we don't want guys putting the stain on the game. This guy actually did something to affect the game itself. You have to send an unprecedented message to the superstars of this league or other star quarterbacks so they don't do the same thing. I would suspend the man for the entire football season. That would send a message. Now it says that you care about the integrity of the game, not because it's the Patriots, you let the shit slide and yeah. all this and that. You know, to me, it's bad because to me, the decision, it didn't take three months for it, uh, four months for it to come out. You guys knew what it was. It, it, you could figure out all the facts in a week. Like I say, you want to let the draft pass, you want to let everything pass. And Adrian Peterson, them, it was never proven that they did anything, but you took them off the field anyway. Tom Brady should have never got to play the Super Bowl. I know it's about money. That's why they didn't do it. But at the same time, you can't be inconsistent with the laws that you're trying to lay down for the NBA, for the NFL. I think, you know, they got to set a standard. And the standard they need to set is take him off the football field for a year. He might as well tear the ACL because he wouldn't play this year. <laughs> like I said, Goodell wanted Vic so bad, man, he went down there to, the, to practice. You know, and the facts hadn't even came out yet, man. Now we talking about like you know, like McCub was saying, we talking about the integrity of the game. You know, now we getting into the to the the real deal, man. You know, but uh, it, it's going to be sad because with his fourth championship and now some crap like this, well, he, he going to have that asterisk, you know. Years to come, like, you know, who would you rather have, Tom Brady or Joe Montana? It's like, okay, now you got Spygate, you got the, the bogus tuck rule stuff, you got, you know, it's 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 little things, and them little things going to eventually add up. You know, it ain't going to never take away from being a Hall of Fame quarterback, but it's going to have a... You know, I don't know, I think it might take away from it. Well, I mean, he's still going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, I don't I think mean, the base, like the that. baseball, if the baseball writers had anything to do with it, you know, they on... They on their high horse. They'll, oh yeah. They'll probably uh, vote them out, like uh, freeze them out, like they doing with Barry Bonds and uh, all these other Pete folks. Rose and stuff. Right. <laughs> mhm. So I don't know exactly um, to what extent 
any of this will affect his legacy. I know it is another uh, black eye on his legacy. The guy's already been, I mean, he's been involved in so much, and not all of it's his fault because I think a lot of it falls on Belichick. I think um, the NFL has turned a blind eye to a lot of things as well. And, I, I mean, realistically, though, I'm thinking two games. Realistically is what. Two games? What probably, no. I'm not saying what he should deserve. I'm just saying I think that's what they're going to give him. If they give him they, anything at all, they I don't think they're going to give him any more than two. They're not going to give him that because, like I say, Spygate was clear-cut and nothing that happened. I think Belichick got a $100,000 fine or something like that. That the team yeah. probably paid. And mm-hmm. these guys talking about a fine. What's the fine to a man that's rich? Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, so do, y'all think a was, uh, do, do y'all think that's why he was jumping off cliffs and all this stuff to get the attention off of all this stuff? Because he knew it was coming down the pipe? I doubt well, it. I just, he was just doing something. Well, from what I see, they got the text messages from the ball boys themselves. Tom Brady refused to turn his cell phone over. You know, he's hanging out with Hernandez. You know how that goes. So he refused to turn his cell phone over to the to the, the investigators. And the ball boys turned theirs over, and they got a lot of texts. And on there, they kept saying, fuck Kyle Brady, fuck Kyle Brady. Y'all didn't read about that yet. Mm-hmm. So, so far, them ball boys going to start talking. Yeah, he better get to him before a reporter does. I mean, a lot of these rich guys got to realize, hey, when something like this go down and you want somebody else to take the rap, these guys making fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, and you can write them a check for eight, nine hundred thousand dollars. You got to write that check. Now the guy don't care if he never be a ball boy again. He'll go coach at somebody's high school, and the kids can go to college, and he can pay his house off. That's what's important. But these rich guys don't give a shit about you. You know, right. I'm playing ball strong. You know? And if I was some guy, if he don't give me no check, I'd take his ass down. Mm-mm. Well, I don't I mean, yeah, I think at this point he's going to have to write a check or something because, I, well, I don't know. You know, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it probably doesn't matter to him because he's probably thinking ain't nothing going to happen to me no way. Right, he so. knows ain't nothing gonna happen to him because he, the commissioner already covering up for you. You know they covering up for the whole organization. You know, you know Kraft will probably come up with some kind of little phony thing or whatever, and you know they, they're brushing over that. That's another reason. Uh, uh, it, it kind of show you the brilliance of Belichick. See, he know he be little slick stuff be happening. So the the, the less attention you have. You know, the more guys you have, that's always going to have a lot of media around them. T.O., uh, Dion, those type guys can never be a Patriot, not because they can't play football, but because, it, it, see, they don't want no attention, man. They don't want no attention. That way it's not like when something do happen, it's almost like, oh, no, nah, not them. You know, that might be some of these other teams, but not that team. Mm-hmm. And that's the image they've created. And he did a masterful job of doing that. 
Now, is it messed up? It is, but it's, it's really ingenious because now, you know, you think of like, you know, Hooligans or something like that. The Patriots are always going to be the last thing you think about with that kind of shit. So they have this fake, squeaky clean thing, but they started doing stuff all the time. But with players, nobody's going to remember. Now, of course, everybody knows Tom Brady, but, you know, but outside of that, like, you know, okay, you know, if, what if they had Malcolm Butler to, to do something? Who, who the fuck is Malcolm Butler? See what I'm saying? That's that's how they, they know this, man. They know this. I don't know. I think that overall uh, they're just going to get by like they always do. Oh, of course. Like I say, Spygate was clear-cut and nothing happened. So I don't see nothing no different. And, and they, shit, they spied in on the on the Rams practice before the Super Bowl. So, I mean, nothing didn't happen. So, you know, I think $100,000 or something, that was nothing. And they I did think take Krabs a draft pick, did. didn't they? Didn't they take a draft pick from them as well? Yeah, a draft pick that they were going to trade anyway. So, I mean, they had they probably had like six thousand draft picks, knowing them. Right, right. But um, I don't know, man. Like I said, they they always shady, so that's just how that's how they are, but the, man. The, the, but the biggest shame in all of it is, you know, what all of us already said. Those Goodell, I mean, that's that's the figurehead of all of it. You know, you know, you go out your way to destroy a vehicle over some dogs. That his cousins was doing the shit, you know. And then, you know, you condemn Pac-Man for something that's not illegal, you know, um, and just on and on and on with everybody, man. You know. Then of course last year with all the crap with Adrian Peterson and you know Ray Rice, which had already been in the court, you know. So just like with our jobs, if something being in the court and if you out, if you don't, if you're not locked up Monday morning when it's time to go to work, your job don't care what you did. So I don't see no difference with that shit. You know, but Gadea go out his way to just beat certain people down, you know, so I can't stand his ass. I laugh I mean, every so, time I watch the draft when they boo him. <laughs> shit. I mean, so, Ray, let's flip this on Gadea now because, I mean, Gadea has a lot of pressure that he's been under after the Ray Rice thing or whatever. I mean, doesn't he have to do something drastic? Or, I mean, is he just going to say, you know what, I'm the emperor, I do what I want, and not worry about it, just let it blow over? No, he has to do something. Because it's starting to be what I believe it is. And, you know, I'm a guy, I don't like to go with the with the race card unless I feel like it's necessary. And to me, you stomping on these guys' heads, the biggest stars in the game, you know, the running backs and, you know, Adrian Peterson, all these guys, you stomped on the head. Greg Hardy is a pro bowler. Now, okay, you getting tough on the league after time and time and time and time again, you're only giving two games for domestic violence. Now when the people get on your back, now you act like, Oh, we finally get it. Now we get it. Now we get it. And all this kind of stuff, all that bullshit. Then you got the owner of Indianapolis who should be hired, held to a higher standard, was high as a kite, had a bunch of drugs in his pocket. You're talking about a half a million dollar price. That's like $50 to, to one of us. So that means absolutely nothing. So now you've got a guy here that's a Super Bowl winning quarterback four times over. 
one of the greatest players of all time, got caught cheating. Now, if you want to do something about the integrity of the game, you take that guy and you make an example out of him. So Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, the rest of them guys don't try this. And right now, you take take him off the field, just like you did the other guys. They haven't been convicted in court. You took him off the field. So take him off the field because after you spent millions of dollars investigating this thing, he was found to have some guilt in this situation. Mm-hmm. If he does not do that, it's going to hurt his rep even worse. Yeah, the owners may be behind him because they all the rich guys. But you're going to hurt the integrity of the game if you don't do something about that. See, he's probably going to sit back and see which way the wind is blowing before he makes a decision because that's what they do. But you can't let Tom Brady get away with that. I, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I agree with him, Eminem. I, I think you have to do something. But I mean, you know, well, he is. I mean, you, you should. I mean, I agree too. But the, but the only thing I'm saying different as far as what probably going to happen is based on Spygate and also based on the fact that the people that's going to be upset about this are people that he pretty much can't control anyway. You know, which is you know, players in the NFL. But, uh, you know, but, the, um, but you know, I, I don't see sponsors and all that shit putting pressure on them like with some of these other situations. So that's why, you know, I'm thinking it's going to go the way Spygate did. You know, just some – it's going to be something, but it ain't going to be nothing in our eyes. You know what I mean? It's just going to yeah. be, you know, shit. Uh, yeah, they might make him, you know, read some book to some kids in Boston or something. I mean, I don't know, man. It, it is, it's going to be some huh. crap. It ain't going to be nothing. Mm-mm. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Did anybody record the game before I say anything about the NBA game tonight? Uh, I'm, I was watching it. No, nah, I'm watching Cleveland and Chicago. Cleveland, Chicago. Yeah, oh, I, I, mean, I, 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 watched, I, watched, I was watching the Rockets. Yeah, uh, man, that's, um, you know, because Chicago my team, so you know I had to watch them. But, you know, now we just yeah. saw that well tonight. I mean, Chicago got a game, so, you know, Cleveland had to win uh, tonight, and it seemed like they didn't have any problems. Uh, Derrick Rose, you know, he had 14 points, 7 rebounds, 10 assists, but he was – uh, six of twenty shooting, so he didn't have a good night out there. And um, overall, Chicago just didn't play all that well. Um, they shot forty percent from the field. And I mean, when you look at this series, is it is it safe to say that whoever wins this series is probably going to come out the East, or do you think there's a possibility that um, the East is still up for grabs? Well, I think uh, Atlanta's been the best team all year, but I believe us, we as Chicago, we have more talent than anybody. We just can't put it all together for several nights in a row. I mean, we come out and then blasted Milwaukee 3 nothing. Then we let Milwaukee come back and get the next two games. It almost yeah. could have went to a game seven if Milwaukee True. had won at home. 
but we beat beat them by fifty four points. Then come out and beat Cleveland at home for the first game. Then the second game, y'all come out and let LeBron and them smoke y'all like y'all weren't ready to play. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. We got to put it all together. But if we are to come out of the series, Atlanta's playing excellent ball all year. They got a good coach. They got a good system. They got good players. The Wizards have talent, but I don't think they got enough brains to go with that talent yet. It's kind of like trying to let a guy come out of high school and be a doctor. He can be a smart student all he wants, but he he hasn't learned enough yet. So Atlanta, I think they they can do it. I, I want somebody to stop Cleveland because I don't want I don't, I don't like how LeBron went back to Cleveland. You know, I I I knew I knew he was going back to Cleveland, but when they had the Miami press conference, they talking to his ass, he ain't saying nothing, he biting his nails and going on. That nigga know he was going when he was at that press conference. And to me I think that's foul because you think Dwayne Wade and them got old and everything on you or injured you say, Well, I can't win nothing here, let me go back to Cleveland. And, and and try to win over there. Then they try to overstock. Oh well, we gonna trade off pick, get Kevin Love, and you know Kyrie is over there and everything else. So now let me move around. Hell, Jordan them had moved around like that. They have fifteen rings. You know that's bullshit. But you know he get it off because that's people nowadays don't respect sports enough to have no integrity on how you do things. True. No. No, yeah. they don't. Yeah. Hey, say, you know, uh, uh, you gonna start seeing that more and more now. I mean, because you know, it's just like the players they they not trying to, you know, have a legacy or nothing like that, man. They just you know they just cash and check. You know, what I mean, nothing else matter. So uh, the days of you know of. of uh, Guys just despising to lose, to, you know, Magic despising losing to Bird and vice versa, and Jordan despising losing, period, and you know, and all that kind of stuff. And even the guys that, that uh, uh, you know, that wasn't the best of the best, but was still one of the greatest, like, you know, Dominique and Clyde Drexler, they still tried. So, but, you know, it's like those guys. You watch how they perform. It's just like you. You wouldn't. You couldn't tell if they was getting paid or they was in high school. They was trying like they it, like it really meant something. But uh, nah, LeBron a bitch, man. He just you know, yeah, he he got talent out of this world. But uh, you know his his whole his whole mentality as far as the the sport itself is totally different for an upper echelon athlete. It's not a. It's almost like the joke of a kid or something, man. You know, um, I, uh, you know, Russell Westbrook and, uh, you know, James Harden, you know, um, better representations of, you know, wanting something, you know, other than just, you know, what it is than he is, you know, in my opinion. But uh, so the modern day I, people, <laughs> you know. I don't know. I, uh, I do think that. Just me personally, I do think that today's athlete, like Ray said, doesn't have the pride that they used to have years ago to where there is no way you could have paid 
Larry Bird to come to L.A. and play with Magic or Isaiah to go to Utah and play with Carl Malone. Or, or, you know, that stuff just didn't happen. Guys wanted to be the man for their city. And, I mean, one of the reasons, I mean, Jordan was severely underpaid. Jordan could have went anywhere and made all kinds of money or went somewhere and got a ring, but he stayed in Chicago until they got it right. You know, and I think that's what really adds to his legacy. Even though, yeah, he won six rings, if he would have won three rings playing with Bird and three rings playing with Magic, nobody would credit him like they do. Yeah, but that's, he, that's he, why. He stayed there, and he he kept doing, kept going, and he was basically, and he got it right. You know, he didn't leave Chicago until, you know, he was 60. But, I mean, this, this is a dude that I, I give him credit for that. And LeBron went to Miami, and even though he became the man in Miami because Dwayne Wade was getting older and couldn't stay healthy, uh, it still feels different to me than if he would have stayed in Cleveland where they had some success and he probably would have won a ring in Cleveland for all we know. Yeah, especially if he lobbied, like, I'm going to leave every year until I get some help. You know, he would have got a ring. You know, because it ain't like he ain't got talent, you know. And but, then, uh, that, and what, what would have been the like reaction, Eminem, what would have been the reaction had um, – had the owner uh, Dan Gilbert or whatever told Kareem Abdul-Jabbar all that crazy stuff he said about LeBron when he left for Miami? Man, ain't no way Kareem would have came back unless he came, unless he came back swinging. Right. Yeah, he'd have broke. He'd have took a leg off that rocking chair, that big rocking chair they gave him that time, and beat the crap out of him. But uh, that, that's what I never could understand though about. Uh, uh, Kobe, when Kobe came out of high school, you know, it was, it was no secret that, that, you know, he was determined to be the next Michael Jordan. I don't know why in the world he wanted to be a Laker versus being a Clipper or Milwaukee Buck or just a team that just didn't have that person. But, you know, but to go to a team that's so deep with legends, you know, I I know I jump jump subject, but I was just like, you know, he's one guy that, that has pretty much the attributes of a lot of these people, but, he, you know, he I mean, he would have been a god if he'd have went to, like, a, a, a lesser legacy team and had even the career he had now, you know. Um, but, see, and that's my thing. Well, I would have – I mean, yeah, he got drafted by Charlotte, but he told him he wasn't going to play for them. He, he would only play in L.A. No, I thought Dave Cowley said he didn't want it. Nah, Kobe refused to play for Charlotte. I guarantee you Charlotte didn't Cowley want Vladdy Debock. They didn't want Vladdy Debock in a second-round pick or whatever they got for Kobe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he had said he wasn't going to play in Charlotte. Oh, okay, damn. I've never known that all these years. I yeah, thought he pulled, it was the he Kobe. He didn't want a high school player. But, uh, but I, I just, mm-hmm. if Kobe would have gone to the Clippers and won a championship, and see, that's like the Clippers now. If Chris, if, if Chris Powell wins a championship, he would be, I, I mean, he would be 
and he ain't gonna be bigger than Magic, but he would be one of the biggest people in L.A. athletically uh, when yeah, you refer and, to and, the NBA and, and be forever cemented. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you take, if you, it's like it's somewhere in the hell. I would have that kind of talent and go to the Lakers versus going to the Clippers. And then if I was LeBron, there's no way I'd have left Cleveland. I'm like, man. I mean, because it's like your legacy is so cemented that, I mean, it's like, okay, like right now, of course the scenario is totally different. But, you know, with with with, with people that were Saints fans that grew up seeing them with bags on the head and all that, I mean, who wouldn't want to be the first Drew Brees? I mean, I don't care who come later. You already demand, so Chris Powell gets to be the man. You know, Kobe could have been the man. Now, it's just like when somebody said, who the greatest Laker? Man, you have five, six different names coming up. You know, just like somebody said, who the greatest Celtic? You're going to have five, six different names coming up. You don't go to no damn team like that if you want to be a a, a, a standalone solo type Laker right. star, you know. Right, but there's only one person in Chicago or right. whatever that they talk about. And and uh and and then with with with, with, with even though uh, LeBron went down to Miami, when D Wade put the franchise on his back and and all that, he was forever the man in Miami. He was like Miami. Like when you think of LeBron, Miami Heat, you think of the collection of. But when you think of just like who represents the Miami Heat, it's always gonna be D Wade. Yeah, and Elijah Wan in Houston, and I mean that's just how it works. Yeah. And see, you Shaq should have did that in Orlando, you know, before the everything just collapsed. He absolutely should have stayed in Orlando. I think I, I think he still would have had opportunities at a title. I mean, you know, he had made it to the finals. But uh, but why do you guys they, 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 they talk out? And LeBron is just all about his brand, building his brand, mm-hmm. building his brand. That's why they come out tonight trying to set the tone. It ain't so much that he won to win the ring. It's about where he needs to bring to submit his legacy. But at the same time, he knows that if I go in wearing a number 23 instead of wearing a number 6 I wore last year, you know, they're going to make a sneaker for the playoffs. And, you know, and they're going to say, oh, LeBron set the tone tonight, did what he had to do, and he's trying to go off because he's trying to prove that, you know, he should be the MVP when everybody know it was a two-man race all year or three-man race if you want to add Russell Westbrook into that. But for him to finish third, I don't think he should have finished ahead of Russell Westbrook. You know, yeah, y'all won more games, but, shit, you got more firepower over there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought Russell Russell Westbrook was very impressive this year. Yeah, and then, and then, then the Eastern Conference is so much weaker than the West, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, So, it it, it it was uh it, it's a thing of you know with LeBron them all they doing is jump skipping and hopping. You finding okay you got two of the top ten players in the league on the team. Let me go over here. Another new fresh set two out of the top ten. Let me go over there. And when I go over there with them, I'm that's gonna make three of us out of the top ten. So it's hard to, to beat somebody like that. Mm-hmm. So to me, it, it it does something for your legacy. And see, young kids they don't understand because they don't know what it takes to be a, a, a real man or a real athlete. So I agree. When you go back to the older guys, 
the older guys going to say, well, listen, we don't respect that. And that's where the problem is going to come in at. They're like, now, you get a young kid coming up now, he thinks LeBron is the greatest thing ever. And he's, of course, one of the greatest players of all time. But the thing about it is Michael Jordan them would have went at his heart. Okay, time to game start. Let me guard LeBron James. Now LeBron James got to come guard me. It's like Kobe used to take his heart five years ago. Kobe got too old to beat up now to do anything. But he walked around, looked like he didn't want no parts of the All-Star game. And yep. he looked like he didn't want no parts of it. He walked around, he's looking around like he ain't done nothing. Instead of saying, well, I'm 260, I'm the best player in the game. If you want to come out here and guard me in front of the All-Star game in front of everybody, I'm going to tear this rim up on you. Instead, <laughs> you get your shot blocked and look like you don't know what happened and all this and that. I mean, I just Yeah, that that's like, like Charles. That's like Charles Barkley, man. Like like Charles Barkley, you know, shit. He he he, shit. As soon as Shaq got to the NFL, in the NBA, he went after Shaq. First chance he got, you know, like shit. And uh, yeah, you know, that's that's the mentality, you know, uh, 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 a shark in the water. You know what I'm saying? But But you know what? Let me ask you all this. Let me ask you all this. Uh, You know, guys like Barkley. Uh, left Philly to try to go get a ring in Phoenix or whatever. And, um, you know, Drexler ended up leaving Portland. And, well, no, not um, – well, yeah, Drexler left Portland and went to Houston, right? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. When, and Gary Payton – And Scotty Gary, Gary Payton ended up going to Miami to get him a ring. I look at guys who are older – going to get a ring a lot differently than I do guys in their prime. And I, I, now that's where I wanted to see if you all felt the same way. Like, um, even though I didn't want to see Carl Malone as a Laker, I hated Carl Malone or whatever. Is it different when you're older and you're trying to get a ring in your last couple of years as opposed to what LeBron did being in his prime and going somewhere trying to buddy up and get a ring? No. If you are an older player, and your franchise, like Gary Payton in Seattle, he's the Hall of Famer. He's the, the French, face of the franchise. Carl Malone's the face of Utah. And Utah would say, okay, we don't want you, or we're not going to re-sign you, or we don't want to give you what you want. And you decide to leave and go to a contender, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you a guy that's in your prime, you 25, 27 years old, or you're looking at a maximum contract, and then you say, well, let me look around this maximum contract. Uh, LeBron, Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving, okay, let me sign and, and go over there with them. Now we got a juggernaut over here, and the rest of the league can't compete because of so many of you guys. Uh-huh. So to me, I look at that as, as very different because you don't have to make that choice. And – you have to, it's just like Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard went to L.A., then he went to Houston. What's wrong with him going to Houston? If you say, well, I like this, the city, where you got James Harden over there, them guys hadn't won anything yet. They're they not loaded. Now, if there was James Harden over there, Kevin Durant, 
And then you say, well, okay, this is where I want to go. That's the problem. Because Houston was still, I ain't going to say it was the bottom of the barrel, but they weren't really a playoff team or none of that when them guys went there. Yeah. So that that makes all the difference. Yeah, because like you're building something. Exactly. And, but yeah, I, look, I didn't get his brothers making money once again, but I just don't like the way LeBron do things. Yeah, I wear shoes. Don't get me wrong, I wear shoes. So you see him on my feet and all that, yeah, I wear shoes, but I don't like the way he do things. Mm-hmm. Let's see, and... And Eminem is like, like I said, uh, these guys now, they have some of the same agents. They hang out in some of the same circles and everything. And I think that kind of adds to it. Kind of like um, I remember watching games, uh, basketball and football, football especially, back in the 80s. And, you know, guys might shake and everything after the game, but it's like these guys now, man, they – I mean, they just really too buddy buddy, you know. And, and you had coaches that frowned against that. You man, if you were a redskin and you playing the, the the Giants, and you buddying up with somebody, man, Joe Gibbs choke slam you out there on that field, you yeah, know. So yeah. it's like things but, are really different now because what, people look at it as more. You don't well, see what, the, what, the only well, fights you see are like between guys that are like nobodies who want to fight the star because they jealous or something. You know, it's never. A situation like Bird and, and Kareem Swinger are the two Hall of Famers, you know. Right. They're too nice right. to but, each other. But uh, now, with, with basketball, it's kind of a generational thing. With football, it seemed to be like uh, when free agency started, and, you know, like now it's rare to see a guy with the same team. So a lot of times the players probably would have more hatred for a rival team, but you're like, shit, man, next year I might be on that team. So I guess right. that kind of helped. That kind of added to it, you know. But, you know, but even still, I remember there was a guy, uh, and see if you all remember him, uh, Maurice Lucas. Now, Maurice Lucas played with Phoenix back in the 80s, and, I, I mean, he was playing with Phoenix, and they got into a huge fight one game with Magic and James Worthy and all of them. All right. Later that season, Maurice Lucas ended up getting cut or traded. I don't know which one. But he wound up being uh, a Laker. And he got into a fight with Phoenix that same season. <laughs> so the dude was like, you know, he repping his team, whoever that team may be. Oh, yeah. And everything. Yeah. And, and it's like, I, I mean, things are different now, you know. Now a guy would have been like, well, no, nah, those are my boys. I ain't going to do them like that. But Murray, he didn't care. He was a thug. He was going to go after him. It was, he was a physical guy. He was he was Charles Oakley before Charles Oakley, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, uh, like I say, you know, with the – but now with, uh, with, with, with sponsors running everything and, you know, and all that, I mean, they tried to make such an example out of Metal World Peace and some of these other guys to the point where it's just like a, a, aggressive guys been beat down to the point where like you aggressive now, you almost gotta hide it because you know they're gonna they're gonna eat you up, spit you out, you know. Yeah. And it's uh, it's bad for the fans because you know, um, with NBA, you know they 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 overthug everybody in the NFL. 
you know, basically start, you know, anytime a guy get a penalty for slam dunking a, a football on a goal pole, I mean, <laughs> wow, is that serious, man? Come on. You know, like, damn. Yeah. You know, so you definitely ain't finna be, you know, doing some of the stuff we grew up looking at shit, man. You know, because an asshole like Goodell, man, they trying to hit your pocket so hard. It's like, man, um, these guys get get humble real quick. Like, you know, pretty soon it'll be just like watching the New England Patriots. You know, just good, good football, but nothing, no charisma to it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. All right, well, let's get ready to wrap things up. But I'll ask you all, as far as the series that are going on in the NBA, um, can the Clippers win without Chris Paul? Is there any way they can beat Houston if Chris Paul's not healthy? In a full series, I don't think so. I mean, they they in the game. They was winning by about 15, but Houston come back on them, you know. And it's, uh, I mean, they got the last game, so they definitely in it, but – yeah, they going they gonna need Chris Paul, but you know I hope Houston take it anyway. Um, Clippers, man, you know they just disappointed me last year with the whole Sterling situation because to me, you know, if you gonna take the check, take the check. See, I'm the kind of guy I say what I think and what I feel. People take from it or what they want to or, or feel any kind of way they want to feel about it. But if, you know, uh, Sterling was paying me 15 or $17 million a year, you call me a nigga whatever. I'm going to take the check. You know, I'm, I'm just being honest. I'm going to take the check. You know, I'm going to let my, my homeboys call me a nigga, but he can't. I'm going to take the check. But I'm not going to be all in here, okay, well, if he on the team, I can't play with him and, you know, I don't really feel like going out there and playing in the game. But you just, Donald Sterling's name is on the fucking check with two cash. So acting like you got some type of morality about yourself, it don't mean nothing. See, one thing I respect about Russell and Jim Brown and guys like that, them guys were poor. I'm talking about real poor. I ain't talking about the poor where you just ain't got a lot of shit, but you ain't dirt poor. Uh-huh. Dirt for and would say, you know, no matter what, you know, I walk away from the game, walk away from the fame, walk away from everything, and they didn't have a lot of money. Uh, they put it all on the line. Guys, nowadays, you know, like Nello want to walk with the guys in Baltimore and all that after you didn't made money, when you got enough money where you can make the situation better, but you ain't going to do that. You just out there putting for putting your face out there. See, it's all fake today, you know, and I don't want the Clippers to get nothing because they took the check. Now, if you would have said, look here, I'm not playing another minute for the Clippers. As long as he's on the team, y'all sue me for the contract, I give your money back, but I will not play another play for these guys. Okay, I respect him. He got $100 million in the bank, and he walked away from whatever's on the table. I respect him, but he didn't do that. None of them guys did that. But like but they, I say, don't they get turn the shirts inside out. They turn the shirts inside out. Yeah, no, that don't mean nothing. That's what I'm saying. But but I admit I take the check. I want to be out there like like Mayweather. 
you know, making my money and stuff, I would take the check. Now, people say, oh, you won't sell out, you this, that. But but you saying that going to work on Monday. Okay? Yeah. So I would take the check. So if you're yeah, going to take a stand, and take a stand all the way, huh? Exactly. And then they got the tail. Then they want to blame it on Sterling. They aren't within the playing basketball and all this, 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 this. Okay, well. And Sterling got $2 billion for a team that wasn't even worth it. He made out all right. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, because the man stepped up and he made it all right. He said, hey, I see what's going on. They're ganging up on Sterling and this and that and the other. I'm going to drastically overbid for a, for a franchise because, oh, I see Oprah want to get involved and in all these guys. Okay, I'm going to take more money than what you got and put it all up. Now he basically said, you niggas, shut up and sit down. But he, you put the spin on it like, well, you know, you always won the franchise. That, hey. Most of the franchise ever sold for was $550 million the year before, which was the Milwaukee Bucks. Atlanta sold for 850 this year. So why would you be crazy like that if that's not what you're saying? You know, yeah. Mayweather and them talking about you want part of the team. Okay, I'm going to let you know what your $300 million and your $70 million is going to get you. It ain't going to even get you the front row seats all the way around the the, the, the court. <laughs> Two and a half billion. Now what y'all going to do? You sell all your cars and everything. You can't touch that. <laughs> nah, ain't nobody got that unless it's going to be a team of them. Ain't nobody right. got that. And so, all right, but the other series I have a question about, and we'll shut it down, uh, Golden State and Memphis. You know, Mike Conley came back and did his thing, and Memphis stole one in Golden State. Uh, does that mean that they're capable? I mean, you think they can pull it off and beat the Warriors? I mean, the Warriors have been awesome all season. And, uh, I mean, yeah, Memphis did get over on them. And Memphis is kind of like that team you just don't want to play, but uh, they just have a team full of basketball players. But, Eminem, you think Memphis got a chance at all? Not in a whole series. I mean, you know. It, it'll be enjoyable, you know, from a fan standpoint. You know, I mean, they're going to definitely try to win every game, but they're not. I mean, they're not going to – they don't have enough to uh, – uh, they they don't have enough to lock in a whole series. I mean, you know, they can make it – they can make it interesting. They can make it fun, you know. Uh, I mean, fun as in, you know, some, you know, good defensive play and that kind of stuff, but uh, – but I, I don't think uh, I don't think they'll. That, they, I don't. I don't know if they'll win another game. Huh. Ray, what do you think about Memphis' chances? Well, Golden State won sixty-seven games, man. That's only five off the record. So they had a very, very good season. They dropped the game at home, and you know, hey, what what Mike Conley playing? I think they can make it interesting. Do I believe they'll beat Golden State? No, I don't believe they'll beat Golden State. I want Golden State in it anyway to keep everything honest. But if you uh-huh. let one of these Clippers or something get up in there and, you know, LeBron and them will mess around and kick their ass. But Steph Curry and them going to shoot the lights out every night. Okay. And I don't know if Memphis has enough, but uh, – 
I mean, I think it'll be. I, I'd rather see the winner of Memphis Golden State make it to the finals. I think more so than the Clippers and the and the Rockets. Uh, that's just yeah, me. Yeah. I didn't, so I, know, uh, I think I think the uh, I think the Rockets. Uh, well, especially if it's Cavaliers go, I think the Rockets Cavaliers might be the best matchup. No, I mean I'm not saying it wouldn't be pretty good to see, but uh, I just prefer to see one of the other two, I guess. And uh, oh, I was gonna bring up um, Ed Reed retired today at uh, 36 years old, eight-time All-Pro Ed Reed. So, and I know I'm not gonna shut it down, but there's one thing I'm gonna ask Eminem while it's fresh on my mind. Eminem, you know, Shady McCoy is speaking out more and more. And now he's talking about Chip Kelly dumped all the good black players, man. How you feel about that coming from a former uh, Eagle? <laughs> well, I mean, he, he it's it's hard to say he dumped all the good black players because you know he he still got rid of Nick Foles, but uh, he definitely got rid of all the superstars. I mean, that's valid. You Nick know, Foles uh, have any black in his family? <laughs> it don't look like it. That joke look like he all white, man. <laughs> but Nick Foles ain't proven though. No, I mean, but how long? But he still, he still was a starting quarterback. I mean, I mean, if he was, if he ain't got his collarbone broke, regardless of what people might think, he's Mark Sanchez was not going to be the starting quarterback last season. If Nick Foles would have been there this season, he wasn't going to. Uh, nobody on that roster would be the starting quarterback but him. You know, he ain't uh, Aaron Rodgers, but um, it ain't like he garbage. Uh. I mean, if him and Bradford was on there together and Bradford was healthy, I but can't say Bradford Bradford's over. I would take Nick Foles over Bradford because of Bradford's health issues. But as far but, as him playing ball, but I the thing is, but the thing is, Chip Kelly dismantled a team that has went to the playoffs for three consecutive years. And to dismount the whole team is damn near unheard of. But with I all you, but where did where did they downgrade that though? Well, the I mean, whole the, roster where did they downgrade that? Well, 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 I I I I hope I'm wrong, but the downgrade gonna be if we don't make the playoffs because that'll be the downgrade. Like you got rid of the, everybody that you went to the playoffs with, and it wasn't like I nobody mean, was close you, to retirement age. When you look at the last couple of years, they've gotten rid of McCoy, uh, Deshaun Jackson, Jeremy Macklin, as far as some of their premier players, and then you get rid of your starting quarterback. And um, Trent Cole is gone. Um, is I think it was a linebacker, I think, that may be gone. I don't know. Uh, but, I mean, they've made a lot of major changes, and I, I guess now we are great on defense. I'm still trying to figure out what he's trying to do exactly. Is he just trying to do like the, the Patriots and and get cheaper players, hoping they'll be more loyal? I I just want to know what his angle is because I just don't understand how you be one game off the playoffs and then turn around and let go of some of the best players I mean, on the team. It, it ain't it ain't it ain't too many coaches out there that will get rid of a starting quarterback. If anything, a starting quarterback that you don't went to the playoffs with for a quarterback that's never under contract, uh, right? Uh, that's never healthy. Now I know a lot of people might not like Nick Flows as far as like okay, you know, like I said, he's not a premier quarterback, but he ain't garbage because he he 
he's but, he's but, a winner. But, but you know, who would what, get what rid happened. of somebody for a quarterback that has never had no kind of success on top of not being healthy on, on the pro level? Mm-hmm. Sam but Bradford, I, I, don't, I don't think Sam Bradford even been to the playoffs before. Well, see, he started with a bottom team, so it's not totally all his fault. I mean, he was offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, now, he had a good rookie season. And the, 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 thing, the thing is, is Kelly's whole plan from the beginning was to use him as bait because he knew he could get a first-round pick for him if he was able to get him in a uh, trade or something like that. Nick Foles, he wouldn't have been able to do that. So, and he believes Nick Foles could have been his system. Mm-hmm. So, he. Running back, they upgraded. Uh, Kiko Alonzo, linebacker, they upgraded. The cornerbacks, they damn sure upgraded. I mean, uh, I mean, well, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not questioning the moves on defense about at, at, at all. But, but to answer the, the the question about how I felt about the, uh, you know, the, the the McCoy comment, I mean, it was just like. Most people, teams always deal people, okay, just like Dallas just deal Murray, but they didn't get rid of Dez and Romo all at the same time. I'm saying you rarely see that. If it, I can't remember ever seeing a complete playoff team get dismantled like that. And if it is, y'all tell me because I can refresh my memory. Well, they got rid of the, the core offensive players damn near on, 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 a, on, a, on, a, on a repeating playoff team. Well, they but got rid of guys, everybody like that. But some guys didn't get it done. Shady McCoy is, is a good running back, but he don't run in between the tackles. He needs room. If he ain't got room, he he no more effective than me because he don't want to put his head down. Now, Ryan Matthews, uh, DeMarco Murray, had put their head down and get the tough yards. That's what he needs. Now, uh-huh. Nick Foles, Nick Foles had a good season. Then when he got to this season, he he fell off, started turning the ball over. Then he got injured. Mark Sanchez played just as good, if not better. So in in my opinion, he played just as good. Now, I don't know what the quarterback ratings were of the two, but he played just just as good, in my opinion. But he had Sanchez on his jersey, so. The league and 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 fans and stuff. Nobody really wants to give him no credit because he right. got Sanchez on his jersey. But you know, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think he played better because I, I don't see that. You know, yeah, he, he, but he, had he got a, Sanchez uh, on his jersey. Nah, 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 nah. He, nah, I mean, I think Nick Foles was like six and because we was like six and zero, oh, and and then we lost. Hold on. And then, see, he got hurt. He really had got hurt in that Washington game, that cheap shot. And that's what led to all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, if, if Foles hadn't got injured, I mean, clearly we was going to make the playoffs. We weren't going to lose to Washington, but we lost to Washington with Sanchez. So, I mean. I don't know. We'll see what happens going forward. It's like uh, I'm, I'm interested to hear Shady talk on it a little more. And ultimately, the Bills are probably going to tell him to be quiet or whatever. But I, I want to hear what exactly he has to say about it. I mean, if he really thinks that Chip Kelly is racist, then 
You yeah. know, that creates another with problem. A, but McCoy, so in my opinion, he talks too much. Like he's talking about him not going in the first round and talking about no show Moreno couldn't see him and Donald Brown couldn't see him and this that. Man, you ain't got to say all that. They, we know them guys wasn't as good as you were. But mm-hmm. during the time they were in college, they were projected to be better ball players. You should have been able to understand that. But you don't get on TV and knock down another player and pull yourself up. See, a lot of these black ball players that's running their mouth because they didn't made a few bucks don't realize it's called being a professional athlete for a reason. Uh-huh. You know, to sit up there and, and disrespect all the people that but them guys did nothing to you. Different if they out there saying yeah, I'm the best on this or that. I got a big mouth like Warren Sapp and you defend yourself. But these guys are being good guys and all of a sudden not going. They're like Andrew Luck going at somebody like Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning's done nothing to him. So I'm going to get here saying hey, I've done more in three years than Peyton Manning did this first six. That's that would be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Why do something like that? Yeah. And Shady McCoy always go off on these tantrums. Until he run between the tackles, he's going to be an incomplete running back. Uh-uh. All right. All right. Well, fellas, I mean, it's like now that the draft is over and there's a rookie camp coming up and then – Many camps and training camps, and man, before you know it, they're gonna be kicking off that Hall of Fame game. Yeah, when, when uh, is uh, when is the Hall of Fame game? I'm not sure when it is. Uh, I'll see if I can look it up right quick. Uh, let's see what we got here. NFL Hall of Fame 2015. Yeah, let's see. I do know the Steelers are playing in it. Playing the Vikings. And actually it's gonna be on August the ninth, so a little later than previous years with you know, the way the calendar fell, we got football like in late July. But it's gonna be August the ninth is when um the Hall That's of Fame game is. So yeah. It's been in July for a minute. Yeah, so we can look forward to that. It'll be here before we know it. But, all right, any last sports topics before I, um, comments before I shut things down? Okay. Well, um, you know, if anything comes up next week, we'll throw in some more stuff at the end of the show. Um, I appreciate staying in the chat room for hanging out and listening to the entire show. And uh, there was another guest in there that just logged out. So I appreciate it, fellas. Everyone, you've been listening to the Talk to Q radio show. We got into a little zone coverage, and I'll talk to you all on Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Go to TalkToQ.com for more show information. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World?
play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You play to win. Do you have any questions? I got a question. You got any excuses tonight, Roy? Are you real? 